I don't like it. I don't like the music. What? Not your today. Tummy? No. Doesn't no, feel your good. Tummy's off? No. Yeah. I feel sick. <laughs> and it's usually, ugh, usually I like I'm dancing when this yep, music comes yep. on. And now like, I just, mm mm. No, not feeling that. Mm-hmm. Don't like it at all. Mm. I've been listening to this Scottish death metal band. Oh, and uh, that's been that's been my jam even today because metal, right? The kind of metal that I listen to, it sort of uh, accentuates mm, the death. hardships, death, literally or metaphorically. Okay, okay. it emphasizes the it accentuates the hardships, all right, the difficulties all right. of life. There is beauty and there is strength uh, in the world, but there's also a lot of darkness and pain and suffering. And, uh, you know, feeling, uh, feel how I'm feeling. And this band, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it because I just discovered them or ran into them uh, last week. Mm. Was it a Steve McCoy suggestion? No, he doesn't know anything about this. He is a music aficionado. Not when it comes to metal. Ah. But in almost every other genre, yes. So I ran into and this like this band, S-A-O-R, Sayor. Uh, it's a Scottish metal band. And their most recent album, I've listened to all of them now, is the best one. And they incorporate some strings and some bagpipes right, and stuff. Right. Very little lyrical content. Right, it's so it's it's got the guttural growls and all that. Okay, but uh, but man, soaring epic, mm, good stuff. I've been, uh, you know, and my tum tum hurts. So you you know, I I'm weathering the storm. Mm. You know, <laughs> man, I need that. I well, need enjoy. That. I've been on a. Never, mind, I'm not going to share it. No, share. Come on, no. sharing. Okay, it's all access. It's all access. You can share. I don't know what it is. I've been on a, a bit of a kick. Mm-hmm. A bit of a Sean Mendez kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. I never apologize for what I like. Mm. Mm-hmm. You like what you like. Mm-hmm. And here it comes. No, I'm he- saying like. Here it comes. You, you like what you like. Uh, I don't and, have anything else to say. Nope. And, I don't know who Sean Mendez is. Mendez is. Oh, okay. So I can't make fun of him. Mm, good. But uh, is he one of the Jonas? Is like a, a Jonas cousin? You know what? Let's just, let's just move on. I'm trying my. Oh, did you really? You did it again. <laughs> I love how you got to get your cigar out with your knife. Yeah. Ah! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I'm making a mess. I'm sick. I'm dropping my cigar. I'm just, I'm just a, a total disaster. So we got, uh, we got Elias. No, not Elias. Killian, mm. our youngest. Uh, he turned twelve. Yeah. And so you know he he's been riding his brother's bike, and he'll ride his brother's bike two miles to go to the gas station, Dairy Queen, and oh McDonald's, yeah, okay. yep, he yep, loves to yep, do that. Yep. Does it with his buddies, and uh, it's you know, summertime, and uh, so he's been riding his brother's bike he's like i want a bike like now because he's not being inside anymore he yep. likes going outside nice and like doing stuff. nice that's good and so he's like i want a bike and so we got him a bike for his birthday good and so and then he's like i want a ramp i want to jump it we're like nice. heck yeah there that's we go how we do it yep. yeah yeah and guess what color his helmet is black guess again oh it's the thorn house uh, purple <laughs> what is this? What, why are you looking at We me? don't have any helmets in the house. What are you talking oh, about? The you, thorn house. Like, oh, okay. what color is helmet doesn't have one? Oh, okay, okay. So he's, he's, he's got this ramp, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so he's been learning to jump, and I'm you know, telling him, like, you know, well, don't sit down when you're going over the ring. He literally yep. doesn't know. So we're doing all this stuff. Anyways, the other day he comes running in, kind of uh, crying hard. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, comes crying. And he comes in, and he, uh, he, he sits on the couch, and he's, he's obviously in pain. And your mom, his mom and I are like, like, oh, whoa, 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 are you okay, buddy? Are you hurt? He's mm-hmm. like, yes, I hurt. And she's like, lay down. I'm like, no, no, don't lay down. Stand up. Let me look at you. <laughs> I stand up because he's obviously bleeding. Like, all right, so what hurts? He's like, oh, my head, everything hurts. And so, uh, and I was like, so we're thinking he wiped out on his bike or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but there's no abrasions, stuff like that. And I said, what happened? And so we finally got it out of him. Uh, he was playing with, 
raven or dog who's very fast and very powerful playing outside and apparently uh he was running with her and she uh what do you call it uh took out his legs oh and he fell but he, he must have knocked the wind out. It's the first time he had his, the wind oh, knocked out of him. Which it's a special that's, day. That's a that's a scary feeling. The first yep. time you get the wind yep. knocked out yep. of you, you yep. can't breathe yep. and you hurt. Yep, yep. <laughs> you yep. got no injury to speak of. Yep, but you yep. feel like you're dying. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good day. That is a good, good day. day for that's, him. A, that's a that's a. Jen's like lay down. I'm like don't lay down. No, you're fine. Walk it off. Your eyes Rub some are dirt straight. On it. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> oh, poor kid. He's fine now. Good. I'm so glad. That was our exciting weekend. That that sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. It's a that's my, my my day off. Get to hang out the the fam and do some stuff. I cleaned out my car. What? So Why? I cleaned out my car because it, no, I know what's going on. Nothing. Something's going on. I don't have to pick up anybody. Not picking mm-hmm. up anybody because Jimmy knows if somebody's coming to the office mm-hmm. or if I got to pick up, I clean up my car because that's just a respectful thing to do. Yes. I do it out of respect yes. for them. Yes, I mean and you could respect yourself and just keep it clean. Yeah, I don't have that much respect to go around. I have a very <laughs> limited amount of respect. I don't want to waste it on myself. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So I, I cleaned it up. So you know, in my side compartment, mm-hmm. you know what I put in the side compartment? You know, like where you put your arm, you can open it up, and there's like a deep like box that you can put stuff in. Yeah, bottle of water. Nope, mine's filled to the top. With empty Splenda packets. What is wrong? That's where with I put you? them. That's Why don't you put throw them. it away? Well, I do. I just did. I gotta. I gotta fill it up first. How much is like, you, like when you say filled? I mean to the top. What I, is wrong to, to with close you? It, I have to push down, click. No. To click it. Oh yeah. Empty Splenda packets. Joey. I drink a lot of iced coffee, and I, I put some Splenda in there. Joey, that's so gross. You're gross. Well, that's, that's just who I am. You know, I'm being honest. Oh, I'm being honest. Like, like, I, I don't, I don't understand you. Sometimes I don't like you. Like you're, you're in it. Like you're in the car. Yeah. Why would you like? What am, where, where am I supposed to put them? I got to put them somewhere. Those oh, Splenda packets. No, but then throw them away to get home. No, I don't even. They're, they're in, out of sight, out of mind. They're in the box. I don't see them. But okay, okay, all right, fine. Let's put that aside. Okay. Everywhere else in your car, though. Yeah. What? You know, you just kind of throw stuff. Put well, yeah, where back. am I going to put it? I got to put it somewhere. Well, so I put just, it in the back or I put th- it on the floorboard. <laughs> what am th- I going to do with it? You throw it away when you get home. Yeah, but you know, then I'm, 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 I'm tired. You know, I'm pooped. The 10 seconds is too much. Think, think about this. Think about this. Mm. Almost every time I come into the church, I throw something away. Keep that in mind next time you see how dirty my car is. Um, every time I come into this building, I throw something away. And you, hold and on. You still. So, so yeah. that, te- that, that says something else. Mm-hmm. So you can't even keep no. up. No, doing one. No, it would it would take once that's a day. What I mean. Yeah, once a day at least. Mm-hmm. You're throwing something away. Yeah, and you still can't keep up. This is why. What are you? Hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Because mm-hmm. you're not a guy that just like you're you're not a wasteful guy. Nope. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not a wasteful guy. Right. So what I gotta ask is this: What are you buying every day that's accumulating that much garbage? Coffee and coke so even worse now so you're empty yeah they're empty they're empty yeah but there's always still residual that's uh, all over your seats nah. all over the ground no nah, yes there's always no nope. because it's not going to sit there straight up the whole time you yeah, know it's empty it's empty but his residual is going to fall over no there's no residual there is and always residual no residual and because if there is anything in it i dump it out i dump it out and i throw it in the back but here's the thing it's so um, gross the, the, there are cigar ashes everywhere that's true there's cigar ash in the car. At the very least, you have yeah. children at home that you could be like, hey, man. 
that's a good idea. Like, I was thinking we could hire a pastoral assistant to clean out We're, your car. That would be a part of the job. Yeah, I got. You know, that's what assistants do. <laughs> no, they get you Jamba Juice nope. and stuff like that. No. Isn't that what assistants do? No, I've seen a lot of movies, no. Jimmy. Now you, uh, your personal assistant. Okay, but we, not, we not hire a, hire not a per- your pastoral. Okay, assistant. fine. We hire a personal assistant through the church. Nope. for me. Nope. nope. If you want on your dime to but hire why, your why own would personal it be on my dime because that's your personal I, assistant. Yeah, but I would think of how much more functional I would be if, How? I, if I had a personal assistant. Explain I to wouldn't me. be wasting all that time emptying sugar packets <laughs> out of my car. Explain to me Explain to me the job description that somehow is yeah. going to okay. better the church yeah. by having you paying for your personal assistant. Okay, so, the, the, so far, the, it's yeah. clean out your car. Yeah, okay. That would be that they have to they have to maintain uh, a clean uh, and presentable car okay. for me. Next. Uh, they have to... Which date. literally takes 10 minutes. Okay, so maybe it's a part-time job. Okay. <laughs> right. They they have to daily uh, wipe down and uh, and sanitize my office. They would have to do that. Oh, they could go and get me lunch, so I don't have to take time away to go pick it up and then bring it back uh, or pay extra for DoorDash. They could just go get it, go get my Jimmy John's tuna tom, and then bring it back to me with the jalapeno chips on the side and a large diet coke. And that way, because here's what happens: I'll go and get it. But then I'll eat it on the way back to the church, and it's totally gone, and I just leave everything in the car. See? If I had an assistant, when I come in, I'd be like, hey, go out there and get the stuff out of my car I just left in there. <laughs> I, I have not. <laughs> this makes total sense. I don't know why you don't get it, Jimmy. Uh, this seems pretty wasteful. I'm going to make a move that I get put in charge of all budgetary decisions oh, at the goodness, next no. member's meeting. Nope. Yep. Gonna nope. happen. No. Nope. I'm going to make the motion. No. You can't yeah, stop you... me from making the motion. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I can yes, make I can. the motion. Fine. You make the motion. Mm-hmm. look stupid. I, I will look stupid, but then I'll be in charge. No, no, no. The no, most gonna, no, oh, no who's going to second? Oh, I'll get somebody to Who? second it. Who? Bonger. No, he's not a member. Nope. Wait. Catherine? No, she She's not going to second it. She knows either. better. I'll get somebody to second it. No, no one's going to second it. I'll I'll like be like, second it. Nope. I'll nope, do that. Nope. The okay. only person I could see that might second it is Travel. As a joke. As a yeah, joke. He would, he would, he would he do would, it like, okay, so there's my second. There, okay, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, now we're going to open up for discussion. Discussion? Yeah. Right, no discussion? All right. No, 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 well, I'll, I'll be doing the oh, discussion. Oh, you know what I'll do then? I'll call the question right then. Boom, call the question, which means we have to vote right now, and then you have to vote on calling the question. Now what you going to do? All in favor of, 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 of dis- ending discussion and going straight to the vote? It's going to, it's not going to That would pass. fail, that would fail. That's going to fail. Right. yeah. Okay, so then we're back to discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say. And I'm going to win everybody no, over. No, 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 I'm going to say he's an idiot. Yeah, it's fine. That's why I need an assistant. <laughs> See? Thank you for making my point. You know what? And mm-hmm. Maybe, though, at least if I can get it in the minutes, let's... Can we all vote if Joe's an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> just just, just vote of affirmation. Just, just a, vote vocally. Just, vote vocally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I want it in the minutes. Yeah, it's got to be in the minutes. All who thinks Joe's an idiot, please signify by saying idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, okay, so we need to talk about discernment really we're gonna talk about discernment and you couldn't yeah. even have enough discernment to know that we're not gonna hire a personal assistant for you well you didn't have enough discernment to know we don't know it'll that that's not me, gonna happen it'll take me you think 10 that minutes not, not even if i to clean up my car yeah well you listen man i you know i got the first of all you don't ever have to clean out your car your car the outside of your car is always filthy by the way because you don't park it in your garage in no, your I'm 10 car garage, garage. I park in my you garage. never park it in your 10 car garage I park in my garage but it's always dirty it's dusty. Yeah. Like my pollen. Car, my car. Not pollen, dude. It's pollen. It's gravel. I don't no. know where you're having your late night briefcase exchange meetings. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with <laughs> the you? crossroads. I'm no, my car is clean. And inside, it's always clean. Inside is mint. Yeah. We used to say back in the day, cherry. 
yeah, it's it's yeah. it's cherry. I have a like a like one of those micro cloths, and I try to wipe down, I mm. wipe everything down. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. You've got that Audi A1. Is that what it is? Eighty A2. How many how many A's are there in the Audi family? Well, there, there's only one A. But there's different variations. That's what I mean. Like there's A. <laughs> I know I, five. I, 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 yeah, I don't have an A5. Somebody saw the car and they're like, "Hey, Jamie's got an A5. Look at that." And I was like, "That's not an A5." So what, what is it? Is it an A6? Is that a thing? It's, it, it is, A6 that, is a thing. It, it, but it's not that. It's not that. You've discerned that you don't want the A5 or the A6. Yeah. So you went to the A7. Is that a thing? I, I don't have an A7. Okay. So that it's above. Is it above an A9? Is that a thing? That's not a thing. So is it above an A8? It is an A8. Oh, it's an A8? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. A8. So what is that? Like a sedan? A8, well, A8, yeah. It's a... A8L. L? L for? Luxury. Luxury. Okay. All right. So you're a luxurious guy. You got the- Listen, I don't like uh, the vroom vroom. No, no. You, no, you- I don't do cruise vroom You like to cruise. I like, it's not a vroom vroom. I saunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you cruise. Saunter. Yeah. I raise it up so that I don't feel, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like just nice gentle ride. Mm-hmm. But then what you don't know is because of Jimmy's background, it can hop. He's got hydraulics on that thing too. <laughs> I mean, that there's a cool. '67 Impala in the warehouse <laughs> that does have that the, the, the three wheel boom boom. I like that. Well, we want to talk about discernment because uh, you know some of the some of the loudest Christian voices on social media are uh, guys that sort of uh, posit themselves as discernment bloggers, yeah, or discernment people. And I think a lot of uh, some people. Here's the thing: it seems to me like people either love discernment blogs or bloggers. Is that still a thing? The discernment guys, or they ain't got time for those guys. I don't see lots of in between. Um, and so we thought, well, let's, let's talk about it because discernment certainly is a good thing. It's a biblical yeah. thing, right? And so if we're talking about discernment and we want to define it, right? We can uh, we can do it pretty simply. Are you okay, Jimmy? Are you looking for something? Are you trying to? You looking up cars? Are you shopping? No, no, what are you shopping for? I'm opening the PDF for uh, Adobe. Okay, okay. So um, we've got some scripture here to, to help walk us through this. So to, to talk about discernment, we would just say this, right? To discern is, uh, is it's the ability to tell the difference between truth and falsehood, mm. right? Yep. So you investigate, you examine, you scrutinize, you question, and then you draw right, right. Conclusions, conclusions, right? So that's what discernment is. Uh, it is a kind of judgment. Judgment isn't necessarily bad. People think judgment is bad. Yep. You're judging people. To judge is to discern. Um, it is to it is to make a, a choice, right, between you know two two options and to pick the right one. Hopefully. Well, I mean, I, I mean, you know, when it comes to like truth and when it comes to doctrine, when it comes to practice, like we are called to be discerning. Yeah. To judge, to know what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's, you know, you read Hebrews, for example, and you see that like this is actually a mark of maturity. You don't expect a brand new Christian or a young Christian, an immature Christian to be very discerning. You got to grow into that. In Hebrews chapter five, starting in verse 11, it says about this, we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing, which man, that's a, that's a harsh, some harsh words. So, Hey, listen, it can't always be nice. Nope. Can't always be nice. Sometimes you got to say the hard thing. Like you guys have been dull of hearing. He's not being rude. He's just saying like you guys have been dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you. Again, the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. Mm -hmm. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. So get that. 
right? When you're when you're immature and you're just you're being fed like the most basic things, you're you are unskilled in the word. You're not mm-hmm, going to have mm-hmm. the breadth of knowledge that you need to rightly divide, yep, right? To rightly yep. interpret it. Um, but solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Mm. So that's a that's a really good place to go for a, both a, a definition, discern, distinguishing between good and evil, but also to see that this is the mark of maturity. We should all aspire to be discerning Christians. And and it's ongoing, right? Because for those who have their powers of discernment trained mm. by constant yeah. practice to distinguish good from evil. So it's not just this one-time thing. It's yeah. not just this. Oh, you take a class. You take a class. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, discernment class. Discernment degree. Discernment degree. Yeah. I, I went to this online mm-hmm. seminar. Yeah. And now I am. You went to your strip I, mall seminary. I, and now I am discerning. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just a weird thing, right? Like, a, but it's trained by constant practice, which means yeah. it's going to come over time. Yeah. You're going to get it wrong from time to time. Yeah, we all will, and we'll get better. We'll get sharper. It is also constant practice is hard. Yeah. Like just any constant practice is hard by by virtue of being constant, right? Going to the gym, uh, getting your steps in. I know, Jimmy, you do the step thing. Yeah, yeah. All My whole family except me does the step thing. Of course, my kids destroy everybody because yeah, like, they're actually running around the yep. yard all day. Yep. 20,000 steps or whatever. Um. Catherine gets tons of steps in at Kohl's because it's such a big store. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, but like it's hard work, right? Constant, like to, just to read, uh, whatever. I mean, it's it's not easy. No. So it, no, no, it no. takes time yep. and it takes effort. Yep. So this is the mark of maturity. And the reason this is so important in part is because it's essential to a healthy and strong spiritual life. Right? Mm. You You can't. Like if you're if you're not learning discernment progressively, then oh, progressive. Oh yes, yeah. Progressive. I snuck that word in. Mm-hmm. Look, you're so if liberal you, and woke. if you don't have a liberal application of discernment, <laughs> uh, you will never progressively be. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other words. So okay, Romans twelve two. Jimmy, you want to give it a read? Yep. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Everybody, every Christian loves this verse. Yeah. Every Christian loves this verse. It's so good, and it because it, it's got warnings and dangers, and it's mm-hmm. got hope and transformation. And I think we tend to focus on that. Like, don't be conformed to this world, right? The world with its ideologies mm-hmm, and its mm-hmm. idolatry, its philosophy, and its morality or immorality. Don't be conformed to that, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And it's almost like you kind of stop there. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. Your mind is to be transformed. How does that happen? By the word. By the word. word by the, studying yeah. scripture. And that's by it. By sitting under the word, like that, by done. teaching, you yeah. know? Don't, don't, need, don't need to read any more, though. No, no, we do. No. No, no, no. That's by the renewal of your mind. Hold on. That by. No, this is extra. So that. No, no, no. It's no, ancillary. No, no. No, it's not ancillary. <laughs> <laughs> so that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. Mm-hmm which is what is good, acceptable, and perfect. So, so it's not just super easy and automatic to just know the will of God when you read no, the Bible? No, oh. no, no, no. So by that though, like this is like essential though, right? This mm-hmm. is essential to a healthy believer. This is essential to a healthy spiritual life. This is essential yeah. to to one growing in in their understanding, yeah. not just their understanding, but even in their, their, their affection yeah. for who God is mm-hmm. and what he has done. You and know, what it, he commands of us now. 
it's it's I I wonder I think I think it's fair to say that that some of us fall into this practice of it's like we think the Bible is like a is like a daily multivitamin. Like it's got, if I just read my Bible in the morning, I'm good. Yep. Like it's all I just go read my Bible every day. Read my Bible. I'm just gonna read my. And it's like okay, that that is a thing that you do, but to read the word is to properly is to prayerfully read the word It's to engage it it's to wrestle with it it's to seek to understand it mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. is to address your own preconceived ideas or sins or temptations or desires and then apply the word to it like this like this it's that back to back to you know hebrews right this this constant practice is is what it takes so yeah i don't want to be conformed to this world i want to be transformed by the renewal of my mind so that this ongoing testing will allow me to then discern the will of God, mm. to understand it. Because when you don't discern it well, you wind up with aberrant theology, yes. whether that's theonomy. I think that's a, that's a lack of discerning the will of God. I think, they're, 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 I think it's a misunderstanding and misapplication of the law entirely mm. to go in, in those theonomic directions. And you know, what, are, what are we discerning, right? When we say God's will, it's that which is good and acceptable and perfect. I mean, Listen, the, a healthy Christian life is, we could say, well, yeah, it means you're godly, right? It means you're maintaining communion with God. It means you're walking the path of righteousness. You're forsaking the way of sinners. Like mm -hmm, you could mm -hmm, say it in a bunch mm -hmm, of ways, mm -hmm. but that comes with the ability to discern because the world that we live in presents itself and its ideas in ways that oftentimes sound good. They can look good. They can seem compassionate or they can, they can seem reasonable to us. And unless you have the ability to rigorously apply the word to it and then properly understand the word, you can be duped. Yeah. And we see this happening with older Christians and younger Christians, but it's probably easier to see it in some of the younger, yes. younger Christians yep. where like they get caught up because they're, you know, they're sensitive to some issues and, and it's like they get when they should be sensitive to certain maybe cultural issues. And then because they have not yet learned to apply the word rigorously and, or maybe they're not listening to people that are helping them to do that. Uh, they wind up moving further and further into a conformity mm. with the world. So yeah, this is absolutely critical discernment for all the, listen, you can, you can be mad at discernment bloggers. Okay. For, for their abuses, but, discernment is absolutely necessary. Yeah. And it's important, right? Like it is important our day and age today now within the church because there are false teachers and heresies that will lead people astray. Well, no, a couple. Think, a couple. Only a couple? Yeah, I can I can barely even think of a, what? Of two or three oh. hundred <laughs> that fill our radio stations. And, yes. Oh my goodness. It's bad. There, yeah. yeah, false teachers are just everywhere. In fact, what's weird is like before the internet, before TV, before radio, before the printing press, Paul was like, and John was like, hey, be careful. Mm -hmm. These false teachers are everywhere and they're looking to get into your business. Yep. Yep. First John four, one to six, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now mm. is in the world already. Yep. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. 
For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this you know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. That's a great passage on discernment. Yeah. Um, because it tells you, like, you're, you're going to be hearing a lot. You're going to be hearing uh, truth and error. You're going to be having these competing yeah. conversations. Yeah. People are, and here's the thing. You don't have to worry about the false teachers that are inarticulate, and rude and like you know they have to be winsome they have to be good communicators at some level they have to have something about them that is attractive an attractive mm -hmm, quality mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and successful false teachers absolutely do they have some sort of attractive quality they usually are using words that we like yep. or they're using scripture yep and uh they are seeking to move people away from the truth so we've got to test them test every spirit every teaching in order to you know, know like what we need to abandon warn people against or rebuke and we even have you know a test here right by this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Mm. So in the context of John, right, uh, to say that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is to say that Jesus, the son of God, is truly God and truly man, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He is the God man. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was properly human. And so he's dealing with one particular heresy here. This is not to say like, well, as long as they, they get the hypostatic union right, as long as they get the incarnation right, they're fine. Yeah. Well, if they deny that the Holy Spirit is a, a person, yep. uh, a, a person in the Trinity, if they if they deny, deny that, that salvation is by grace alone through faith alone, they're, they're false teachers. Yep. But this is a test that addresses a particular problem, which then indicates like we have to have a robust and detailed theology. Yep. This yeah. is the value of confessionalism. It's the value of systematic theology. It's the value of having 2,000 years of great teachers that have unpacked every verse of scripture for us at yep. least just varying degrees so that we can learn discernment and engage in these ideas and doctrines that false teachers are presenting to us mm, absolutely it's not just that uh that we're going to encounter false doctrines that can lead us astray uh that's true but sometimes there's like a lesser version of this which is you know f false doctrines can lead to a corruption of piety mm. so even if you don't wind up denying the gospel Bad doctrine can have a negative impact on the spiritual life. How you understand prayer, um, you know, how you understand God's love, right? You may be orthodox in your understanding of the gospel. You may be able to articulate the gospel well enough, but in your ongoing practice of piety, the, 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 the Christian life of faith uh, can be corrupt because you think like, oh, well, I know God has forgiven me of my sins, but he doesn't accept me into fellowship with himself unless I somehow you know, clean up my act, then he'll hear my prayers. Mm. Like there's just a lot of ways in which false doctrine can, can corrupt the, the walk uh, of, of, of a Christian's life. Yeah, into, leading into that false practice, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then even not only just their practice, but then 
their conduct in how they interact with those around them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Where, where grace is not abounding, where right. love mm-hmm. is not abounding. Right. Where, you know, I'm not saying that doesn't mean you can't challenge people because that's part of being loving right. to your brother and sister is totally. challenging them to embrace the gospel. I mean, uh, John Owen has this great quote. You may boast of knowing Christ, but if there is no evidence of his grace in your heart and life, then your boasting is foolish. Yeah. That's good. And that's just part of that discerning is as you're growing, you're learning what that means. Yeah. It's, it's like if there's a sense in which, and we'll talk about this in just a minute, like even the, the, the virtue of discernment can be twisted. And so like discernment is good, but it can be abused and twisted in a way that leads to bad fruit. It, It can, it can produce the wrong kind of fruit in your life. And that's because there is, there can be a disconnect between a, a doctrine or a principle and other biblical principles that are necessary to uh, to strengthen that, mm-hmm. you know, to, to bring mm-hmm. about real fruit. What about worship, right? I mean, uh, discernment uh, is important because I think in the end, right, we're talking about the glory of God. Yeah, We're talking about worshiping our triune God. And so discernment should help us uh, to fulfill the, the God-given purpose that we have in our lives to worship God in spirit and in truth, mm. right? That's yep. what Jesus says. And so that means to worship God sincerely and in accordance with his desires, in accordance with his precepts, to worship him you know, truly. Um, you get doctrine wrong you, you if you're not discerning uh, both the practice of worship uh, corporately and then also the ongoing individual mm-hmm, habit mm-hmm, of worship mm-hmm. can become corrupt. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard people, I remember there was a guy, uh, this was back in college, you know, he, he just stopped going to church. He was a moody student, but he stopped going to church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, what, what do you, why don't you go to church? And he's like, because man, I like to go rock climbing on Sundays. And there's this, there's this place I drive out to and I go rock climbing. I'm like, okay, well, why don't you do that on Saturday and go to church on Sunday? He's like, because I can worship God as much uh, on the side of the rock as I can in church uh, on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> foolishness. <laughs> and it's like, Okay, uh, you can worship God while climbing a rock, but you cannot worship God in the same way or as much as you can on the Lord's Day in corporate worship because you aren't in fellowship with God's people. Mm-hmm. There aren't the means of grace mm-hmm. that are the, like, it's like, it's not the same thing. It's not comparable. Nope. But that's just, again, that's a lack of discernment. Yeah. He's got a principle, which is true. Oh, I can worship God on the side of this rock. I, I can worship God while I rock climb. You absolutely can. You can do all things to the glory of God, mm-hmm. but that is not the same thing as following the command of God to gather with his people yeah. and to worship together. Yep. Not the same thing. Yep. So what about the dangers of discernment, right? Like we mm-hmm. talk a lot about that. We talk a lot about discernment, uh, the benefits of it, the, the, uh, uh, how we're called to be discerning. Right. But for some, it, actually, you know yeah. what, for some, they, for some, it, it has become a, uh, uh, an issue for all of us. There's the potential. Yeah. For all of us, there is a danger yeah. when it comes to discernment. Uh, I mean, uh, when you write, it feels good to be right. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, sometimes there's pride, right? Yeah. There's, there's pride. There's, uh, this posture of, uh, compat- compatibleness. Yep. Right. Uh, and for some, some are just divisive. Yeah. They're not looking to, to win a brother or sister over. They're looking to cast them out. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's all very fair, right? And I I, I like I like the caveat, right? Like, listen, uh, we see this in some discernment uh, mm-hmm. 
platforms uh, where the, the pride, the combativeness, the divisiveness, that it's all there. Um, but it is, we have to check ourselves yes. first. Like, it's like, yes. I, I, I'm concerned about those guys and their influence, but I'm more concerned about me Yep. because we all like to be right. We want to be right. That's you should want to be right. And when you finally get a grip on the truth, that's exciting. Yeah. And you want to share that. You want people to know, and you're concerned about other people, but that can morph into a kind of pride an arrogance where it's like, Hey, listen, I've figured this out. Why can't you figure this out? Yeah. Um, this is the truth. And the fact that you aren't believing it like makes me angry somehow, right? It's like the the, the idea that because y you have a sense of knowledge of something, that that might lead you to an elitist mentality where you wouldn't say that you, that you think that you're better. But the way that you interact with people by putting them down and mm -hmm. mocking them and making light of them, well, that is certainly the fruit of pride, mm -hmm. of, of, mm -hmm. of arrogance, of making much of yourself. And I think you know one of the cures to that, certainly one of the things that helps me combat that is to recognize any knowledge that I have of God is not because I'm smart. It's because God has been kind enough to teach me. Yeah. He, he took the time to teach me through his word and through other teachers and preachers. And it takes time it, it, uh, to develop, uh, to understand. And it's a grace. So I was converted by God's grace and I am sanctified by God's grace. So there's no room for me to boast in anything but God's grace. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't be like, why aren't you more like me? Why can't you figure it out? And it's almost like, you know, when you become a Christian, and you finally understand, like you couldn't understand it before, and now you get it, mm. and it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, why can't anybody else see this? And that can become a sense of annoyance or frustration, like why can't they see it? Well, don't you remember just a little while ago, you couldn't see it. Yep. You couldn't see it. Yep. They had, you had to be preached to, taught, people had to spend time with you, reason with you. So I think, yeah, pride is a danger when practicing discernment that we need to guard against. And those people that are, you know, that have some people that have made a platform for themselves mm. uh, tend to uh, tend to accentuate that. Philippians 1, mm. 9 to 11. Yeah. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Yeah. So that's a good Ooh. that's a good way to frame how we approach discernment. Yep. That my prayer is that your love may abound with knowledge and discernment. Yes. Love. Love. Okay, so really the emphasis here is our love. My prayer is that your love may abound more mm -hmm. and more. And it shows itself. Ah, knowledge and discernment. Mm -hmm. that, that's where so love is the point. Yep. And knowledge and discernment is an aspect of that that yep. we desperately need. Otherwise, if you don't have love, you will be combative. That's it. You will you will be divisive. You you will want to just separate people out. And we man, I see it on Twitter all the time. These guys uh, just it, it, it's not even that I disagree with a point that they're making. Oh yeah, when they yeah, say yeah. like, "Hey, this is a concern that I have." Yep, I got that concern too. Okay, but then they'll say like, "Oh, therefore," when people are not on the right side of this, they are anathema. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, if they're denying the gospel, they're anathema, right? Yep. That, that, yep. That's fine. But yep. this, they're just wrong. Yep. But you're, you're acting, you're acting as if like, don't be on their side, be on our side. And it's like, okay, well, I'm on the side of the Bible for sure. Yep. I'm on scripture's side, yep. but I, I don't, 
I mean, I, I get the call, like we have to call out leaders and people that are like taking people astray. But for so many that are people that are trying to figure things out, they've drawn a wrong conclusion. How are you going to help them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How are you going to help them move from their place of being wrong in error or deceived to a place of, of, of discernment? How do you move them? Because it's not by just drawing that line and yelling across the line. Yep. Like we, we, we've been talking about this a lot lately. We want to move people from error to truth, from vague theology to precise theology, mm -hmm. from you know a, a, a general beginning love for God to a deep, robust love for God. So I want to move them. I, I don't need people that are already with me to to hype me up. I want to move. I don't want to just draw a line and say you're on the wrong side of the line. I want to bring them across. And I, my concern is with some of the approaches to discernment because there isn't. In my estimation, love driving the whole thing. Uh, you get the pride, the combativeness, and the yep. divisiveness. Yep, yep, absolutely. So that's what we want to do, man. We want to be, if we, we got to recover our discernment. And in some cases, you know what? We need to redeem it, take it back from the popular poor execution of it, right? Oh. Like I said, if you, if you don't like some discernment uh, platform, uh, okay, you don't have to like it, but don't give up on discernment. Yeah. You've got to be discerning. Be a better example. Be a better, be vocal. Yep. But, but do it in the way that you think honors God. That's that's what we should be about. Like we should own discernment as Christians across the board. We should be for it in every way. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can uh, also head to the website, drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can mm -hmm. sign up for the email blast or hit the store, joefostore.com and grab some gear. And we want to thank you, our all access subscriber. Thanks guys. Man, thank you for your support. You guys are awesome. And if it's been beneficial to you, why don't you go ahead and share and let everybody else know how they can get exclusive commercial free content. All they have to do is subscribe to Dr. Devotion uh, All Access, and there they get their banter truth, just like you do on Tuesdays, and the weekday wisdom, Monday through Friday. Spread it. You should spread the word like COVID spreads, right? You should, you should- Cough it all over them. Yeah, like just like, just take it, just don't wear, hey, don't wear a mask. <laughs> Take that mask off. Share, share, share all access. Yeah, there you go. Can you share with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Be that guy. Thanks, everyone. Later. Mm -hmm.